Assalamu alaikum. Hey guys, welcome to To Alike Pod or To Alike Podcast. This is the first episode um, of our podcast. As you can tell, there's two of us, we are hosts. <laughs> That's us too. Um, this podcast is going to consist of a lot of things. Um, I'd say some of the main topics that we'd be speaking about would be like politics, race and religion. Do you have anything else that maybe we'd be friendships oh yeah friendships goals like you know just a normal carefree type topics you know so sis should we just tell them the reason why we made or decided to make this podcast um should we just go for it yeah yeah go on. um i don't know about you sis but with me i don't think i found a podcast where it's been a young black muslim girls that i can relate to which i can just enjoy going to work, going to uni, just plug it in, enjoy the conversations, feel the part of the conversations. I don't think I've found that. Yeah, no. So I think we needed to find that because I feel like we're relatable. Are we we tooting our own horns by saying relatable? So so relatable. So so, It was so relatable. It actually sounds mad weird when you say it out loud, but um, yeah. We're just the average regular girls. um, Not in an even like, no shade, but um, there's an, I've not found anything that I can, um, that I'm like gra- that I can gravitate towards or like continue listening to that you know something a podcast that's run by like young Muslim women um Muslim women of color or do you say like practicing yeah we care for our deen. yeah so like I haven't found any like really practicing type podcasts that are run by like that's that's that I vibe with do you know mm-hmm. what I mean um but there are obviously a lot of great ones out there if you found it, you found it. We haven't, so here we are. Um, no, but that was a that was a great way know. to end it. So here we are. <laughs> here we are. We wanted to do this for a long time, and Alhamdulillah, we're finally doing it. Um, so I hope inshallah that you guys enjoy this podcast and you know come back to us. Um, yeah, we're hoping to talk about a lot of great stuff and a lot of important important stuff. We yeah. also pray we're going to be consistent. So stay tuned. Inshallah, inshallah. Inshallah. You know, this is something we wanted to do for a long time. So, yeah, no doubt for us. We're gonna stay. We're gonna stick to. We're gonna stick to making this consistent. <laughs> we're gonna make this consistent. <laughs> inshallah. Um, the today's topic is quite a rough topic. Um, we've discussed this a few times. It's been quite hard for us. Um, but we know it's necessary. What were we going? What were we originally planning to do, my friend? Originally, we were planning to, I guess let everyone get to know us right see our personalities uh-huh. see if they can vibe with us um basically let them into um our world of our opinions our thoughts yeah just yeah. let them into even our friendship our connection our friendship yeah how we vibe mm-hmm. together um basically cre- create a little basically create a little family sisterhood atmosphere you know like family like youtube family yeah <laughs> so cringe that's so cringe <laughs> but welcome to our little sisterhood Yeah, welcome to our sisterhood. But this is an important discussion that we are about to get into. Inshallah, we'll try and do the whole light-hearted discussion. You'll see our personalities throughout Mm -hmm. the episodes, but today's topic is not one of those topics. It's not one of those moments to see that carefree side. It's a very hard, heavy topic. I'm pretty sure a lot of you would know what we're about to speak about um, if you've been keeping up with the everything that's been going on 
in the world. Not only are we dealing with a pandemic, the coronavirus, but um, more racism and more police brutality in the world. Mm-hmm. During a global pandemic, by the way. Um, Sister Jonah. Saying it out loud makes it sound so like, are we living in a film? Do you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it sounds know, so I crazy. Know. Yeah, I know, I know, man. And like a history movie as well. Like exactly, we're we're coming back full circle. Full circle. It's like a, it's like you're watching um, you know those end of the world mm-hmm. films. Oh my god, I can't even watch them right now. I don't even look at them. I don't even like. Cause I what? Can't, a, my heart can't take uh, it. What in heaven's name is going on? A lockdown. Yeah. A Allah pandemic. Heard. Subhanallah. Should we get into discussing the pandemic um first and the coronavirus? Yeah, let's let's kick off with that. This, the coronavirus is obviously something that the whole world is dealing with. This is not an isolated issue um if you're not aware there's a global pandemic um there's a virus going on if you have been living under Um, a rock just to let you guys know don't be alarmed i'm pretty sure you've been under a rock don't be alarmed there is a there is a pandemic um so there's a global pandemic um obviously um it's been proper it's been really hard very very hard um for many people currently we're filming this on the first of june or second of june First of June. Second of June. It's, it's past midnight, sis. Second of June. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Second of June, two thousand and twenty. And obviously, coming from um, ethnic households, mm-hmm. um, if you hear any noise, please do not mind. Um, <laughs> don't mind, please. There is obviously a global pandemic. Um, we are currently in the United Kingdom. I don't know why you were about to say the United States for a second because I'm, no, the, am I the only oh. one that says UK and then only says United when I'm saying States? No, I'm trying to be formal. Oh, okay. The United Kingdom, the Great Britain. United Kingdom. Um, we're in England, London. Shaggy, I was about to go deeper than that. No, don't. Not. not um, I guess everyone could tell we're from so, London because of our accents or lack of their lack thereof. Yeah, me. I've been told I have a British accent, but whatever. Um, you just, so, you just, um, what's the word? Extent, ex, well, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. You know, as you can see, we waffle a lot. Um, <laughs> Are you trying to come for me? No, no, what lies me too. But um, so I think this is like a coping mechanism for every all the trauma that has been happening this week. Like, this is actually giving me a little bit of peace of mind. I think we're trying to avoid the main topic and why we came on the here. Main topic. Oh, bro, it's so traumatic. Anyways, so we live in England and. If you are, if you know, if you live in England, if you live in the UK, you'd know how um, horrifically the government has been dealing with the coronavirus and the lockdown, everything about it. Mm-hmm. Haven't they? I've got a question for you, sis. More recently, I know at the start we were talking and we we're proper like, because we, we went into lockdown on the 20th of March. So Friday, the 20th of March, 2020. It's currently mm. um, a month and a half on. Are you as... Um, vigilant and on social media as you were back when the lockdown first started as in watching the news reading i don't know stuff on the internet social media no i'm not actually is that not what you were hearing you want no to hear? i i wanted to hear that but i wanted to know why because i have not been um before i would literally keep yeah, it up before i'd literally wake up in the morning look at the death toll wake up in the morning look at what they said but recently i couldn't stand like watching the news especially watching boris johnson and Matt Hancock, like the amount of rubbish coming out of their mouth, I couldn't, I couldn't. Oh, say same, wallahi. Um, I at the beginning, I remember we had a whole conversation about this. We spoke about everything surrounding the coronavirus. We were talking about the death. We were keeping track of the death toll, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
let me actually check do you know what the death toll no. is right now the last time i, I, I saw it was like twenty thousand. that was a while ago i think um it says 41 minutes ago on the telegraph about I don't know if that's correct. That's crazy. Please don't get at me. The reason I'm not keeping up with this is probably the reason many people aren't keeping up with it is because we're very, very tired and drained and just mentally, like, just out of it. Mentally out of it, will I? Okay, so I have the world... I have the information about global, globally what's going on, how many people have died. Um, so there's about six... Is that six million cases? And 374 thousand deaths just out like just to give my mind some peace i've just not been looking at the death tolls and like how many people have been dying have you been because it's just too much and you know you also like have to deal with like your own like life every you know life doesn't just stop have you been like i'm so sorry but have you been listening to the interviews though and like the minister the prime minister the health minister oh yeah um i have it's all a bunch of nonsense but i have <laughs> what oh my god all a bunch of nonsense but i have that's the best way to describe it one thing i want to say is i couldn't physically i couldn't just physically sit down and watch the news i usually watch the news with my family yeah. at like night and stuff but i couldn't physically sit down and watch the news knowing okay i'm a graduate okay i'm just gonna put that out there <laughs> i'm a graduate and i've graduated in a science-based degree i'm not ignorant and the amount of rubbish, scientific rubbish that was coming out of his mouth was frustrating me. I mean, if I was a layman, I would believe what he's saying. But the fact that he's lying, lying to the public. Thank you. Some of us laymen need to know this. He's lying. And the, oh my God. I remember that rubbish about, oh, children can't be, um, can't be infected with the virus. Are the children super, super people? <laughs> like, have they got superpowers and the rest of us don't have? Like, it just doesn't make sense. But how do you use that as a as a reason to, to send kids back to school? It just didn't make sense. I mean, as of as of yesterday, kids have gone back to school, like year ones and I year know. six. I know. Were any, any of your siblings in year one or year six? Hell, t- yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna ask me if they're going back to oh. school. No, yeah. Both of my siblings. One of my siblings is in year six, and the other one is in year one. Oh yeah, they're meant to the two years they want to send oh. send off. You crazy? Yeah, they're still at home, though, aren't they? Yeah, they're definitely staying at home. Definitely staying at home. Mm. Um, yeah sorry i i i've i just how do you keep up with nonsense honestly they're talking about primark is opening mm-hmm. on the 15th they're talking about nando's reopening people are on the beaches um my friends sent it to me on the group chat they sent me pictures of people on the beaches are you mad did you see yes me? did you see oh Crazy. my god shock. i was confused i was like i'm had i coronavirus over but i don't How i don't blame that? anyone except the prime minister we, we're locked down not locked down we not going to work but we're going to work but we want to stay at home but not stay at home but we was, want I'm sorry i didn't even listen i didn't even watch the full thing the memes told me everything yeah exactly that's exactly how we explained it though mm-hmm. right don't go to work go to work stay home that's how we said yeah, it we're right? opening shops but don't go shops but we're opening the shops but i want you to go to school but don't go to school but Kids can get infected, but they can't get infected. Did you see he brought out food for reporters? Was it tea? Oh my God. I'm so confused. Well, I'm so confused. Um, not only is the UK, if you're not aware, not only is the UK decided to re- basically reopen um, shops, unnecessary shops, in it, like Primark. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Primark, it's like a... 
It's like a uh, a clothing store. I don't know. It's a shop. It's a clothing store. It's a clothing store. It's a retail. It's a clothing store. They've decided to open up. I don't know if this is true, but Nando's. How do you describe Nando's? It's a food place. They've opened up a restaurant. They've opened up. They're opening up shops. They're opening up pubs in some. Not even pubs. Also, like pubs in some beachy beachy areas. I'm so confused. Why are you trying to describe what Prime Lock and Nando's is? Well, I don't know. I think because people might. I'm I'm getting out there thinking you know got oh, oh okay okay yeah 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 no we're dreaming big um, of course. why is the beach still open do you know what I mean I agree with you but then again the economy of the country <laughs> I can't I can't take that seriously man they're, like uh, they're, we okay they're, listen they're, we're about to graduate we've just first of all guys I'm just gonna put it out there I'm class of 2020 and I did not get a graduation ceremony so <laughs> that still hurts my feelings okay but we've we've graduated or well, some of us are gonna graduate soon right yeah. Yeah. Can I even claim to be a graduate for having a walked stage? Okay, let's not talk about that. I'm mad. I'm mad, okay? <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, every time I think... Oh, wait, sis, I want to say something. It's so off-topic. But my university had the audacity, the audacity to send off some t-shirts and be like, oh, class of 2020, graduating online. Uh-uh. Bah. What did you just say to me? With no cap, no gown. Mm-hmm. A t-shirt. A so t-shirt. So at this point, that's all I can get. I might as well just buy it. <laughs> You know, but at least you'll remember this. Excuse me. You'll be like... You, okay, okay. Sorry, guys. I know this is on a huge tangent. But sis, you're like one of my closest friends. You knew I wanted to get a whole yeah. MUA for my for my graduation. You knew how excited suits. You knew how we were going to throw a party for my graduation. We, we had know. a graduation trip organised me, you and another friend. I know. Wallahi, I know. To go abroad. Didn't I come up with that graduation trip? Yes, to go abroad. I did. No. Okay, we're go gonna, on. We went to go to Paris. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. and then with my other friends, I was meant to go on a, with my other friends. I was meant to go on a road trip for, for our graduation because yeah. all of us would have graduated together. And then you know what? This would like I sound like this is such a first world problem. I sound like such a snobbish child. Let's not talk about this because clearly there's the, bigger problems you're happening. You're not the only one that feels like this. It's justified because you're not the only one feeling like this. There's bare people losing out on their graduations, losing out on so many things. Um, the lockdowns, the, the cancelling of these things is very, very necessary mm-hmm. at this time for our safety and inshallah future reopening and you know lives going back to normal. The way I pray subhanAllah for like, to cure us and take this away. Oh my God. I want this to end with all of me but um this reopening of things like as much as i want to be back out in normal life and everything mm-hmm. i know logically we're not ready we're not ready yet we're not ready to be out on the streets in the numbers yeah we're not ready to be out in going to primarks and nando's and stuff like that we're not ready but then okay <coughs> but where's that line going to be drawn of our economy and going out we're going to go into a huge recession after this a huge one and as i just I said know. i'm a graduate we need jobs you're going to graduate soon you're going to need a job like there's a whole mm. bunch of us the class of 2020 are going to come out and where are we going to be working loads of, loads of people are followed already so many people are going to be made redundant like what like i see where they're coming from when they're saying opening up the shops and everything like that because they want to get the country's economy moving but to be honest hindsight is 2020 hindsight is twenty. one thing they could have done is do the lockdown much earlier we would have come out much earlier we would have our economy would have been affected as badly we would have been the new zealands of mm-hmm. the world i'm definitely definitely don't i definitely don't want us to have um eco- like horrific economic issues after this but we will we mm-hmm. will and like the more you let people out the worst is going to get because again a second wave will happen and then you stop and you happen and it happens again and the third one and the fourth one do you know what i mean my like, friend when she sent the picture of the beach and she goes all we wanted was a nice summer and these people are spoiling it for us because spoiling it all we want is for 
the lockdowns happen, less people to be passing away, less people to be getting ill, less people to be contracting this virus, okay? The ones who have contracted it to self-isolate basically eradicate the virus by being locked down. And then you guys can all enjoy your summer. I want to, I want to have my birthday abroad. I'm not going to. The, people are dying. Like, let me not equivalent my birthday to people dying. That's not stuff for a lot. That's not... It's not my birthday's not as important as people dying, of course. But I would have turned legal, legal age, but you know what I mean. But <laughs> but people are dying. You know what? Ever since I stopped thinking about the coronavirus, ever since someone extremely close to me passed away. In a, in a, in a, when that person passed away, it hurt my heart so much. I like that was the first time someone close to me that I've known passed away. Do you know that's literally it? Like a lot of these people are so unaware of the effects and the panic and the scares that you face when this comes to you, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's some of us out here that are, like... Worried for, worried, worried for our families. Worried. Worried for our families. And there's, and some of us that are, like, losing people, losing loved ones because of this. And it's just... it's Well, it's not worth it. It's not a, a, worth a day at the beach. It's not worth... I've, I must have seen a group of people, like, that definitely did not look like family in a car together. <laughs> I understand I'm struggling being inside 24 7 it's a struggle but like are you that different that you can't just stop and think and be like you know what I'm not gonna cry to be outside like I don't need to cry and and fight and like do you know what I mean well some people might have like mental health issues and stuff like that so we're not taking we're not talking about those people we're talking about those healthy people we're talking about healthy people that want to go outside just hang out with friends or talk like even forget like there's people going genuinely going against the guys okay i'm gonna go we're gonna go into the topic of a topic about people protesting against the lockdown but the dominic coming coming cunningham's coming cunning cunningham's mm-hmm. um the chief advisor the chief advisor bro, of boris johnson of boris johnson the prime minister of the united states god forbid god forbid we're in the uk yeah well i'm so like in the states right now my head is in the U- u.s mm-hmm. but um the pre- prime minister the Prime Minister's... Advisor. Advisor. He's the one that decided about the whole lockdown. Advisor. He was part of the plan. Whole plan. He was there. His name. Everything. Why was he excused from this... following the rules the rest of us were? Wait, you need to explain it to them. What did he do? Wait. Tell us what did you he do. You let us know. You've got the tea. Okay. <laughs> he took... Or was it... He took a trip from London to Durham? Yes. Which is near Scotland, if you guys don't know. Near Scotland. Do you know what? I'm going right? to... Is it a 200 mile... What is it? 200? I think it was 200 mile radius. Let me go and... Let me search how many hours that was. Because he took a car. So he travelled all the way there. He travelled there to have his children... To take his child or children... No, it's child. It's singular. His, singular. Singular. One child. Mm-hmm. One child. And I understand what It's four hours. Um, 52. So basically five hours. Forget like the London... The only thing that I was like... The only thing that I can understand is a parent's fear and concern for their child, right? But in this circumstance, in this situation right now, you can't do that. This man travelled outside of okay. London. He went okay, can I just say something? Left, yeah. If he was so worried for his child's health, why do you have a child in the backseat of your car that you're driving? In, in, in a small, small confined space for five hours? Do you not understand science? Like... Does it make sense? You guys are in a confined space. You're meant to be self-isolating. So why are you guys both in a car? No, but we spoke about this. We spoke about how, like, you know, um, this man decided that he was above everybody mm-hmm. else that's been suffering and struggling in the during the pandemic, and and thought that he could leave the leave and break um, the government's rules and 
take his child to somebody else's home to be looked after because he had the virus. Mind you, if any of us did it, and any of us were caught doing this, we'd be locked. Fined. Was it locked up or fined? Fined. fined. Okay, we'd be fined straight. No ex- no excuses, no, 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 you know, arguments, no, nothing. This man has got his job still. He's been able to do this. Also, while he's been doing this, the government have been aware. I heard that um, some, some people in government knew that he was leaving London mm-hmm. to take his child. Um, it's just so sickening because I must have been watching this news. Um, I must have been watching this thing on YouTube about a mother who had coronavirus. She's a single, a single mother. She was dealing with symptoms of the virus. And she has one child that she has to look after, right? Miskeen. While dealing with the virus on her own, she had to feed and look after her child. Miskeen. So she would, like, manoeuvre around the house to get food to her child, um, get her child into bed without touching her, without being up in the same room as her. Speak to her daughter, this is how you get the food, this is what you do, this is... How... Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? A mother who is suffering while looking after her child. And this man has the luxury to be able to leave and take his child to somebody else's home. I heard that there was... He had family nearby as well that he could have taken the child to as well. He went to his, he went to his parents' house. How does that make sense? So you go to elderly people? These are elderly people you're taking... Like, I just don't... I'm telling you right now, this wasn't a thought-out process. He was going crazy. He panicked and he did this. There was no process. I think it, there was no time to think. There was none of that. He d- he jumped and left because nobody in their right mind would ever think to themselves. Not even not even forget about a regular person. A man in government who put these procedures down, who was part of the whole process, thought to himself, "Let me go and disappear and take my child outside of London, knowing that this could harm me, my child, and my parents." And on top of that, the repercussions I will face after doing this if I'm caught. Mm-hmm. When I'm caught, yeah, that's my that's my two cents. I don't know what you do think. I just think, 100% I agree with you. I just think he's being excused by the government because of who he is. He is a yeah. leave voter, white, middle-aged man who's got power. Mm-hmm. So they're excusing him. And that's not on that. Everyone else would have been held accountable for the actions they've done. I was listening to um, various radio stations where people from... Literally, it was funny because they were like from BBC, from ITV, from... LBC, all these different stations, and they were like, Boris Johnson was taking questions, and he goes, um, so Ian from BBC, and the, the question would be like, oh, so <laughs> Mr. Cunningham's, Mr. Cummingham's has left his house to go to Durham. Do you believe that he was following the rules and guidelines set by the government during the lockdown? And then he would say, um, I, I believe what Mr. Cunningham did was right. And then Boris would literally say that. Boris Johnson would say that. And then he would be like, okay, so Matt from LBC. And then Matt will say, have the same question. He goes, so if another parent who had been, has broke the guidelines by leaving to send their kids for reasons of childcare to a relative, if they were fine, would you take away that fine? Because that's what Mr. Cunningham said, that he wasn't fine. I believe what Mr. Cunningham said was correct. These people are in absolute denial. Denial. No, but there's so many of them posting the same thing. Is Mr. Cummingham's the only man in the whole of the UK that's got children? Get out. Well, I. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. And they don't care. There's so much more. They're sending our children back to schools. Um, they think it's safe and they think it's okay. Teachers have fought against it. And my local school called um, my home. They called my mom and they were like, um, we know this is a tough time. This is a crazy thing that's being asked of us and you. Um, but do you want to send your children back to school? You can opt out. Mm-hmm. My children are not going to school. And I feel so bad for these teachers. They're such great people. 
and like the student the teachers union is that what it's called they fought against yeah. this they said we're not doing this but I, I don't know if new zealand has sent their kids back to school yet i think school should be open for key workers but other than that key workers definitely but other than that but no when you think it's safe to now add more children actually key workers children's presence actually actually i don't know really I'm not sure because okay one thing I, I was listening to so many radio stations um and one thing they were saying was most of our ethnic kids our minority children are not studying as much as those of a white background yeah or upper class white middle class back, uh, background and upper yeah middle class which will result in them being so behind in schools have a greater gap in education struggle more it's like I was saying that's what I was asking year ones they need to go back to school because they're going to be near two and they're gonna, they've just started school they've just left colouring books like a couple of months ago <laughs> did you know what I mean <laughs> yeah they need to learn the language properly no, the disparity in education is very much there they need like. to learn very much they need to learn the language um they're going to be sitting there sat in year two and then the year sixes are just about to start secondary school like they need that foundation to prosper 100 percent 100% 100% and the fact that our kids are already behind because of their background and then for this to make it create an even larger gap i see why their kids are going back to school to be honest and if you feel if you feel comfortable I feel like with you, you're you're an educated person. You have other siblings who are that adults that are educated. You can teach your young siblings. Like your little siblings yeah. don't have to. You know, I had to bite my tongue and not say their names. <laughs> your younger <laughs> siblings don't need to go to school. Like, you, they have you. They have your siblings. Definitely, hundred percent. Other people don't have that luxury. A lot of people don't have that. Luxury. A lot of people don't have that luxury. Not even luxury. A lot of people don't have the access to like education. But afford the books. Afford the books to buy themselves. The 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 tools to buy themselves. Um, a lot of people out there are struggling to even like look after their children, let alone like sit down with them and like you know teach them for a few hours a day. Do you know what I mean? Um, parents are probably going through a lot of stress and anxiety right now. Do you know what I mean? Um. I can definitely understand, like, I know that this is going to be, have a really, really, like, detrimental, detrimental impact on the education. I feel like there's got to be something done when this is all done, when it comes to, like, when coronavirus ends. I think the one, um, sorry. No, no, I just think that something needs to be done, like, steps to be taken before they, like, completely immerse children back into education. Um, There's got to be, like, classes or, like, do you know what I mean? Fun, like, the foundational stuff mm-hmm. like taught or like i don't know like something um i just don't believe that going back to school is a good idea still what i do think is a good idea though is schools stamping up their like um interaction with kids while they're at home like i'm not getting like the lack of like zoom calls in the uk or like you know classes for at home it's it's insane it's actually insane. One positive aspect that's come from this coronavirus, if I can even say that, there's suddenly a national and government level concern about the meals at home for these working class children, their internet access, their devices <gasps> oh or lack of, God. their risk of being victims of <laughs> uh, domestic violence, the fact that they'll fall behind oh and the inequality gap will worsen. The sudden, this, the sudden interest in all the, all the I've been issues. taken aback by the interest in it's these vulnerable but. children. No, I like the fact that we are all 
society has, has always been individualistic, but this has created a sense of society to an extent. Although mm. the coronavirus has its risks and the risk is at an infinite scale, I do agree with the sudden outrage of like uh, and worry for children and their education and their housing. One hundred percent, especially people of of from our backgrounds, which is why I definitely, definitely agree. There needs to be some definitely, definitely. I'm not saying every single child should go to school every single day, but these children of the important year groups need to go to school, even if it's taking turns. Oh yeah. Okay. So, like, they go to school once a week or twice a week in those five days. Different students. Okay. I would, sis. I was gonna call you by by your name, sis. We're already lacking behind drastically when it comes to big jobs, when it comes to getting the best GCSE grades, when it comes to getting good A-levels, when it comes to going to our most elite universities, our Russell Group universities. We're already, we already struggle to get there because of our background, because of who we are. Um, and this is only going to widen yeah. the gap. 100% is going to widen the gap. But what would you say, like, advice to, like, parents and, like, you know, people, like, siblings um, at home right now with younger siblings? I mean, like, older siblings. Yeah, I've gave my advice to you. We spoke about this. Yeah, you gave me my advice. You gave me, like, advice. Um, but I'm saying... Oh, to our viewers. Like, um, to our viewers. Like, I, okay. What do you think? Like, what's your, what's your, like, what do you think they could do right now, like, when it comes to, like, making sure that your child doesn't go back to education struggling as a, or you know below other mm-hmm. kids as an as a minority as a black person i think there's structural racism is prevalent in our institutions and i think the way the uk is even set up is not set up in our favor so for us to do mm. well we have to work twice as hard as the average white person not as a clever student as an average white st- student in many aspects, in many aspects. Yeah. so knowing that during this lockdown as an older so if someone's an older sibling for example and I'm, I'm assuming you go to university then there's amazon inshallah you have to like funds it's not that much order books for the for your child for your young siblings they're like four or five pounds guys mm-hmm. order order books for your young siblings sit with them even if it's an hour an hour and a half two hours a day mass english science just a basic um subjects sit with them for an hour or two every single day so they're not behind test them on their spellings let them read to you 10 minutes a day that is what the middle class families are doing i hope you guys that like i understand it's very very difficult trust me i understand it's very difficult but don't neglect those those don't neg- neglect the children the children don't understand what's going on make a routine um, that's my thing make a routine for them Wallahi. go on genuinely that's all i've got to say make a routine that's my biggest thing. If they wake up in the morning, you've only got two hours to do, and the rest of the day you have free. And they slowly, slowly build up their education. 100%. And the amount of hours they do depend on their um, age. If you've got a year one, don't make them sit down five hours. Come on now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on now. But It'd be use... crazy. You... Give them like a good. How how many would you say like a? Yeah, I'll say an hour. Most for like an hour, one. or even two hours, like one one hour in the morning and then like one hour in the evening, but like a huge gap. Yeah. Yeah, switch it up. 
switch it up make it fun there's so many cute books out there as well like um little pic there's books with the pictures you can also buy like my sister she bought um, my my little brother she bought him um this little um this pic like the spelling board thing where you put the picture in and it covers the the word what the the mm-hmm. the picture is the like the word so if it's a cat it'll cover cat oh, okay. they have to spell it out themselves with the little blocks mm-hmm. i'll show it to you i'll send it to you like a snap of it but it's been like really really like it's really really helpful it's really really like fun and interesting um for those older like i have a younger brother going into like year seven and like just imagine how like crazy it is that he's leaving year six and um without any certs like it's insane like with that five months less education do you know what i mean like we're trying to build like those children us it's so important to like you know have them still involved in like their education get the maths get the english get the sciences in there get the reading in there um like my my sister over here suggested do those hours like the building up start with an hour Mm -hmm. if it's that hard start with 30 minutes a day just build it up build it up build it up as you go and um inshallah it'll just become very easy for them become a routine especially with the mundane like the how like draining and repetitive the days are this could be Mm -hmm. very fun for them interesting do you know what i mean you know i let my little brothers pick a subject they want to do like i've been like which books do you want to do which subject like for the first like at the beginning i was like okay we're starting what subject do you want to start with like which one do you want to go for like get them involved surprisingly really? they picked maths can you believe that they they're your, they're your brothers and they pick maths yeah. i was expecting yeah. they're not like you i was expecting them to pick wait but all, all you yeah. guys are but all of you all of you all ones of are all, uh, very artsy right arts and english very like yeah. more in the like Englishes, yeah, the Englishes type stuff. Maybe they you've got like, some mathematicians yeah, on your hands, math? from from politicians to <laughs> mathematicians like, to that, um, mm-hmm. to mathematicians. But um, yeah, inshallah, like it can be easy for you. Like, um, may I make it easy for all of you guys? Just focus. Like, just take a few minutes, a few hours out of your day to like do that. But um, yeah, I still, I'm not gonna say I still don't agree with the schools opening. I don't know how I feel right now. Everything's just crazy. I can say, like, you know what I mean? I'm able to not stress and teach my brothers. And, like, so my sisters, we've got hands on deck to do that. Um, but there's some people that just probably will never be able to do that. Because they have, like, the education. Wallahi. And so much going on yeah. in so many just people's lives. Just amount of responsibility. Yeah, people there's are, like, people are grieving tragedies. Yeah. It's just a lot to take in. And I know that for many people, it's not going to mm-hmm. be their first, like, thought. But, but think about it, guys. Think about it. Do you know what I mean? Think about it. Just put it out there. Putting it out there. Um, yeah, so that's the UK. Um, you might know about what's going on in the rest of the world. Coronavirus is impacting the rest of the, rest of the world negatively. Um, you know, there's a lot of countries that are hit a lot harder whose governments are even like surprisingly worse than can i even say worse than the uk they're all horrible but like there's mm-hmm. governments that are neglecting their people like crazy if you, i was reading on like brazil the virus went crazy and how ha- do you know what's going on in brazil 
Brazil is a complete, you know, wallahi, can I tell you this? Just before, like, the virus went crazy, like, the lockdown and everything, I was actually praying for Brazil because I saw how, like, mm-hmm. you know, in the pave- mm-hmm. the favelas, the favelas, like, um, the, the, these, the favelas, is that how they're called? No, that's not the favelas, subhanAllah. Okay, let me say, so, you know, like, in Brazil, they're, like, the very, like, mm-hmm. poor, the poorer parts of Brazil. Yeah. The very poor, poor, poor parts of Brazil, right? Such a sharp divide between yeah. those that have money and those that don't is very prominent in Brazil. Yeah. A hundred percent. Very evident. Yeah. It's, you can see it so close, panelar. And the fact that like before the lockdown, people were so reluctant to take care of themselves. Do you know what I mean? Curfews weren't set into place. No, sorry, this is the lockdown. This is when the virus went crazy. So people in these poor areas didn't even know, like about the virus like that like to the extent of it do you know what i mean there was um local activists that lived there that had to had to go around the neighborhood and give out leaflets give out food donation food that they would that was donated to them they'd have to go give out themselves i was thinking when this runs out Japan, i was thinking when this runs out i don't know what's gonna happen because they're misakin they're not they're not educated they have no idea their president is acting like a damn fool if i may say so myself i think as he's mentally ill Astaghfirullah. I don't know. There's something wrong with him. He is mentally. Wallahi. Astaghfirullah. Okay. I don't, okay. I know. But he yeah. is actually a psychopath. Like a full on psychopath. I was like Trump. When I was listening to him. I was like. A lot of people was like Trump. Trump. I was like. Mm-hmm. Is that you Trump? <laughs> you flew to Brazil? What are you doing? But like. The amount of confidence. And vi- Like the amount of confidence. Do you know what is? Do you know what is? Coming out of his mouth. Do you know the reason why? It's literally because. What? Brazil is already a poor country. They can't afford any more economic crisis. That's what it is. So he'd rather kill his people than suffer mm-hmm. economically. So he's lying to them. So they continue about their normal days. So there's not an economic damage to the country. You know, this reminds me of. Okay, also I just want to say that the police weren't enforcing any lockdowns. That the gangs in the areas had to start getting people inside their homes. Mm-hmm. Is that not insane? On top of that, this kind of reminds me of the purge. Like, no. I don't know if you ever, ever watched The Purge, right? But this reminds me of the yeah. first, like, but you you know about The Purge, right? Okay, so I've watched The Purge series and I watched the most recent one, the newest one, and it was about mm-hmm. how The Purge originally started, right? And it's about how, like, they wanted to kill off um, the poorer people and let them die and stuff like that. I'm not conspiracy theory in anything. Don't get me out there like that. But the neglect on the, the poor is also a neglect, is a... Is a it's direct imagery to what's happening today. Yeah, and it's like, it's like you neglecting their health, neglecting to look after them, is you sending out a message that you don't care if they die, you don't care if but people, that's th- you know what I mean, like populations and people die, you don't care. That's the sad reality of today. Why was Boris Johnson so reluctant to call it the lockdown, the lockdown? because of economy when he saw so many people dying he had no other choice but to because all the neighboring countries were telling him to do so all the neighboring countries were all his advisors everyone was telling him to do so before that he was reluctant to brazil don't have the slight advantage that the uk have in terms of the economy of the country so if he's going to choose the economy of the country over his people sadly he's going to let the poor die because he's thinking they didn't do anything for my economy anyway and let the rich continue and his economy to continuously flourish well as much as it can for brazil mm-hmm. just a bunch of nonsense not gonna lie a bunch of nonsense and you can just see how these people disregard us and the people 
and would rather see the people suffer and die than the economy mm. suffer. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that's Brazil, and it's Brazil is not the only one. There are so many other countries neglecting their people and allowing this to happen. Latin America is crazy mess right now, like insane. Um, America is a whole different story. That's something we need to like go into. But I just wanted to quickly talk about the lockdown protests, right? so um you know this i know this some of you you should all know (laughs) i'm pretty sure a lot of you know this there are people that are out there right now protesting against the lockdown they're out there marching screaming um fighting talking about how they want the lockdown to end they want their jobs reopened they want stores back open they want to be allowed to go out do whatever they want to do live their normal lives again (laughs) what's your thoughts on that insane like you're crazy people you're literally ru- making it worse and ruining it for the rest of us well i complete psychopaths how do you expect to go even if they ended the lockdown for you a second spike more virus more deaths make it make sense if a whole corporation has decided to close its stores, starbucks if a whole if a small business down the road had decided to lock down their shop and they're not opening back up like what is this so a lot's been going on in the US. We did just speak about the lockdown and how it's come, the anti-lockdown protests coming from the US um, and how crazy that was. Um, a good two weeks ago, that was probably like, good two, three weeks ago, that was the most, that was the biggest news at, yeah, people protesting against the lockdown. Um, of course, you would all be aware if you're not, you know. Rock, if you're not, if you're not living under living a rock. If you're not living under a rock, then you would be aware that there's bigger news going on right now. Not just right now. It's been news. If you if you just heard about it now, then welcome to the whole race and like Black Lives Matter world. I'm gonna start off by um telling you, sis, that way before the shootings and the killings of um black people in America, um, during the coronavirus. I remember seeing so many, um, so much disparities in America, so much racism and discrimination um, in certain areas, certain states, um, because of the coronavirus lockdown. So I don't know if you know this, but um, in New York, um, they were doing um, the lock. They they enforcing the lockdown, right? They were forcing the lockdown because if you're not aware, New York was one of the heaviest hitted. Um, heavily hitted um states like i think i had 10 like a th- 2000 deaths in like a day i don't remember what it was but like it was massive the one of the worst hit places because in the it's hugely metropolitan yeah 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 and um it was atrocious it was horrendous right so they obviously started locking down the place they started p- putting people in quarantine like quarantining everyone right um so i'm at first i didn't really hear that much about what was going on you know all i knew was you know people are dying in new york it's very like it's crazy it's scary right then i started watching the videos about how they were enforcing the lockdown right violence complete violence like complete violence they were going into poor neighborhoods or neighborhoods um full like with like the majority of ethnic minorities right um and they were like battering people to get inside their homes they were there was like like there was police like causing violence like violence there were police like 
That is definitely not social distancing. That's disgusting. And on top of that, police weren't wearing any gloves, any masks. They were just going out there and batting and bruising people. Like, so then I must have seen that and I was like, okay, like New York is going through a lot. Like, are they going to like arrest these police? Are they going to stop this? Like, what's going to happen, right? Like, this must be like something that's going on in the whole of New York, right? Everybody must be involved in this, right? Then, crazy, 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 crazy. I see something on um on sean king's instagram like if you don't know there's this man instagram there's this man named sean king he's an activist if you know sean king you know like you, i would just say check out his instagram sean king is everything and every like he will he's given us all the latest updates and news on injustices towards black people black bodies um and people of color um he's he's just amazing like all around amazing and i genuinely would encourage people to go check out his page he's the only person i'd say that i actually keep up with and like the only person that i get my information on the injustices that are going on in america and around the world um so yeah i would definitely put like his at in the in the description shocking is is amazing lie. but um he brought to light well somebody else brought it to light to him but he through him i found out that um in america in this place called the west village it's in manhattan i think it's a predominantly white area but um there was a picture of like there was a picture of a bunch of white people chilling is this during the lockdown having a picnic a picnic but picnics look how many people there no social distancing yeah i'm yeah i'm just showing i'm just showing other pictures this is another picture of police giving people masks why are they so friendly to and gloves but then if you just look at like videos or like pictures of like what's going on in like poor poor and more ethnic people of ethnic areas is that is that man attacking a woman he has no shame a woman yeah like they're just violently beating and attacking people without their without any <laughs> going up to people without masks or gloves he's a and vile human beings them. vile vile human beings and it just like it, it just showed me like clearly showed me what white privilege is and how white privilege is so amplified um in that country and all over the world but in that country oh, it's just a whole different thing um yeah, well, I, I was just so shocked to see that they literally attacked a random young boy on the street. Okay, imagine this, right? Five young black men and women standing together, right? They're charged, they've charged, battered, bruised, attacked them, right? You see a hundred plus white people in a park chilling, eating, and like, you know what I mean? Like, not social distancing, no gloves, no masks, all next to each other, nothing. Nothing. Here's a glove um you don't have to wear them if you don't want to um nothing nothing and then on top of that oh my god during the recent protests right there was a picture of new york a bunch of protesters went to a park to protest all you see is white people just sitting there who are just sitting there eating drinking chilling while there's a whole protest going on about the killings of black people they didn't care at all they just sat there continued their picnic and I'm just, I'm not, so what do you, what do you mean social, social distancing is only applies to certain people in that country, people of colour, because it, it's not being applied to everybody, and the violence isn't being applied to everybody, but, um, yeah, so that was going on, and this was happening all over the country, um, 
on top of that, you know, the whole protesters with guns in America walking around, going to state buildings and, like, violently going up to, like, the, like, the governors of that of the states, like, people in charge that had no weapons or anything and threatening them with the guns, telling them we want to be out, we want lockdown to end. I didn't see a single police officer charge at them. What do you think white privilege means, like, for those people that don't know? Um, why don't I get up the definition? I was reading a book, right, and I remember it saying white privilege is basically the absence of negative consequences of racism, the absence of structural discrimination, the absence of your race being viewed as a problem. It's just the absence of... Because white people don't... I mean, as a person, it's very difficult to describe what you don't have or what you don't suffer from. Because white people don't suffer from Mm. discrimination... How can you describe something that there's, there's an absence of in your life? White privilege is that absence mm. that they fail to see. It says, it says on uh, Google that white privilege um, is inherited advantages possessed by a white person on the basis of their race in a society characterised by racial inequality and injustice. Mm-hmm. Simple. You are benefactor, a benefactor of institutionalized racism of colonialism imperialism you are you are a benefactor of it and the as a white person one of the biggest things you can do is 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 use your privilege to speak to other people white people and um it's just it's just very 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 like mm-hmm. we are at the bottom when it comes to like society, do you know what I mean? As much as many people might, you know, chill and like vibe with black culture and and hip hop and food and like um clothing and like banter with you. It doesn't matter if you're the trend right now. Do you know what I mean? When it comes to like all those things. What matters is that deep down they'll love black culture or not even care for black bodies or black people. And it's like, it's insane to see how many people like benefit off of us and yet like continue to like harm us. It's mad what I, and it's so crazy to deep it. Like when I was talking about as a Muslim, like even like our communities in like the Muslim community, like we still face this. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's never like escape. You can't escape it. Mm -hmm. You can never escape it. So being like, like I think you posted on your Instagram being a black Muslim woman can never be silent from these things. Yeah, I said, um, what did I say? I said, I'm a black British Muslim woman. Therefore, I cannot be apolitical. My whole life is a political statement. And then, oh, I don't even know how to say this, but like, I must have been reading, um, I must have been listening to one of uh, the breakdowns, a podcast that I listened to, it's by Sean King as well. And, um, he he mentioned the quote by James Baldwin that that basically said to be a black to be black in this country I think it was referring to America, um to be black in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a in a rage, in a rage almost all the time. And like, it's so tiring to be angry, and to be like traumatized and upset and like do you know what I mean? It's it's so tiring. I just can't like. And imagine, like, we're doing nowhere as, nowhere near as much as 
those before us did, you know, like civil rights movement, um, and those that even fought against slavery. Do you know what I mean? But I think I think the reason why we aren't is because the racism front has changed. Now it's more institutional, structural, and system systematic racism rather than well in the UK anyway, rather than outright beating. That happens. That's not the majority cases. Oh. Now it's more of within our workplaces, within our education. We tell ourselves that racism is about moral views, when instead it's about the structural um, strategy of systemic systemic power. So race. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I feel like, is that not more like? And pinpoint, a hundred percent, because we like always that. say, oh, there's already evidence to suggest that, as a black person, your life chances are already slow down, right? But despite this, many of us attempt to level the playing ground or level the playing field through education. If we're going to be real, the reality of the situation is we don't live in a meritocracy where we pretend that our simple simple hard work and our grades will elevate us to success. That if we believe that, it's just willful ignorance that we're living in. I really don't understand how to break this air quotes that doesn't mean that person will represent us because they're still the minority so they will align to the views and thoughts of the, and opinions of the majority and I was so mad because I was thinking if you, and I was saying on my snapchat I was like, if you are that person who has a place of power come from come from a middle class background and you, and you know how black people are treated yet you turn a blind eye what are you doing in that place of power because Allah has blessed you why aren't you giving that young black boy work experience why aren't you giving that young black girl guidance to how she can get to where you are? Why aren't you doing mentoring schemes? Yeah, Those people get to big places and their family, they get to big places, but then forget where they originate from or forget their roots. Ilahiyo Allah, I beg you, Ilahi, I pray to God, he never makes us among the people. Inshallah, one day I want to be ex- extremely successful, but I want to be that person who gives back to my community, who gives that young boy a work experience, who gives that young black girl guidance, who gives her work experience, gives her an internship. I pray Allah doesn't ever make us like that. And that position and that place of power, because I honestly believe this racism, racism is a system, it's a structural system. And I honestly believe we aren't going to leave this cycle of constant racism and deprivation and poverty and um, being a minority and being working class, us black people, unless we get to places of power. And the way we can get to places of power is through education. I understand education is not meritocracy, but we need we need to struggle and strive and when that one person and that one person gets left in the door they need to have like a dominant effect give that fellow black young boy work experience help that other person by giving them an internship get other people into that position once you've got that power once you've got got your foot into the door and honestly i believe it's going to be years and years and years and years of hard work that's only going to get us to a place where there's an even equal playing field yeah i know we can't always build our own our own if there's already set set positions for example the house of commons what are we going to build there's diane abbott how many uh, black people are in the house of commons i only know diane abbott and that's the thing minority there's about 4.2 i think minorities so it has to be low for black that's 4.8 percent of the house of commons is black 4.2 percent of the house of commons is black just literally reflect on that reflect on that though i just wish these people could open their own eyes sometimes do you know what i mean so um obviously the reason why we are um discussing this topic 
um uh, we would have discussed this topic anyways we would have discussed this topic a lot of times in our podcast but um um because our podcast we are young black muslim women and we did say that this podcast is going to include discussions of race um but i would say a lot of you would probably aware of the recent um death the recent murder of george floyd or some people close people know him as big floyd um should i give you should i give them a little bit of a backstory on george floyd who he was you guys should check out the page for justice for um floyd and sign a petition and um, so it's the grassroots um grassroots um projects law project um so it gives a whole a, a bit of a description about um who um george floyd was um it says here that george Fl- um floyd was known um to be uh, to his close friends as um big floyd um george floyd um grew up in houston texas Big Floyd was also known throughout his community as a peacemaker, yeah. a minister, and someone to take advice from. He was a father, a brother, and he was loved by his family and wanted to provide a better future for them. Um, he moved to Minneapolis to get a better working opportunity, so he went there for work. He's originally from Houston. Um, opportunities for himself and for his family. He started driving um, trucks in Minnesota, and he went on to also work at a restaurant in Minneapolis as a security guard. He was known in his job as a hardworking, friendly employee, Everywhere he went, he was the same caring, kind spirit. And unfortunately, um, his life was taken by um, a violent, um, cold-hearted murderer, Derek Chauv- um, Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N. Um, he's a, poli- a Minneapolis um, police officer mm-hmm. who stopped George... Um, I'll give you um a little bit of a description. Um, you guys might know faintly why George was stopped. So George Floyd was stopped by um police officer. Well, basically, um, he went into a store and they accused him of having forged um money. Um, and so they called the police on him. Um, he waited for the police to come. When they came, they did what they always do to black people. I say always do this is such a reoccurring thing they went straight into bulldozer mode attack mode and they attacked him and pinned him on the ground it was four of them um i have all of their names their names were all um put out it was obviously um derek chauvin um thomas lane alexander Q- i can't pronounce some of these names alexander and to i can't pronounce it was, it was t-a-t-o-u-t-h-a-o that was one of the police officers the other one is Alexandra K-U-E-N-G. Um, one of them was an Asian man. One of them was an Asian man and it's like, it's crazy. It's so like sickening. Like, it's insane. So basically, this is how the whole thing went. I'm going to give you a good, like a quick explanation of how like um, the whole thing went and what they did to him. Basically... Derek Chauvin and his four other criminal friends um, came to the scene and they, this was May 29th, wait, May 29th. So basically, the defendant, it says here that the defendant placed his left knee in the area of Mr. Floyd's head and neck. The criminal complaint said that Mr. Floyd said, I can't breathe multiple times and repeatedly said, Mama, and please as well. Um, just for a side note, um, the reason he was, his mother passed away and, um, he was calling for his mother 
in that moment, like while he was suffering and dying. Um, Chauvin responded to Floyd by saying he was he was talking fine. He was fine. He wasn't struggling. That's what he was telling everyone. Fellow Minneapolis police officer Thomas Lane asked if they should roll Floyd to his, to the side, but Chauvin um, insisted they remain put. After nearly five minutes, um, Floyd stopped moving and a minute later he appeared to stop breathing or speaking um if you see through the video you can see he's struggling to breathe like he's and then he stops i've seen he's completely stops um lane asked again if they wanted to roll floyd to his side lane is as on um lane is thomas lane the other police officer that was there he'd been out he asked um um derek Chauvin if they should move him to the side he said no leave it um he, he said that twice to leave um floyd on the ground um so about so he had he mm-hmm. suffocated him so so about eight minutes it was exactly eight minutes he had his knee on floyd's neck um of which two minutes and 53 seconds uh, seconds happened um happened after floyd became non-responsive so just deep there right now which of of which two minutes and 53 seconds happened after Floyd became non-responsive. The man was non-responsive. He was gone. He'd passed out. Um, and he ha- still kept his knee on his neck. The criminal notes, um, notes, sorry, the criminal complaint noted that the police officers are trained that this type of restraint with subject in a prone position is inherently dangerous. They're told this is dangerous. P- uh, Floyd was pronounced dead um, at the county medical center um, less than an hour later when taken to the hospital an independent autopsy ordered by floyd's family found that he was killed by a homicide caused by um, asphyxia asphyxia is that how you it? Um, due to neck and back compression that led to a lack of blood flow to the brain um, according to early findings from the examination um so yeah um that's literally what happened he was <laughs> he was murdered on the streets um, the man who killed him, as I've named him already, um, Derek Michael Chauvin, I think that's pronounced his last name, um, was a former Minneapolis police officer. Um, he received, he was arrested and charged and charged with third degree uh, murder on the twenty on May 29th um, and also manslaughter. Um, it does say manslaughter is yeah 10 to 20 years to life in prison um or a two hundred thousand dollar fine for the manslaughter so if you guys go to that justice for big um big floyd um page you could put the petition down sign your name there's about two million um there's about two million people that have signed it so far yeah and they will link it in the um, description just opinions what do you think like yeah i don't even know what to think this once again, another black man was brutally murdered in broad daylight and no one did anything to stop it. I read somewhere that the um, the owner of the shop that called the police on George Floyd um, said that the workers were taking normal precautions um, by calling the police, but if he was there, it wouldn't have happened, something like that. Um, we've seen this happen countless of times. We've seen black people being stopped on the street, jogging, sitting in Starbucks where the police called on them. Everywhere people go, people of colour go, black people go, police are stopping them. Um, I remember I was watching a video of a woman um, stopping people from going into their, stopping a man from going into his building block, um, his block of flats, because she didn't think he lived there. 
that that's happened like <laughs> too many times for me to count i've seen one of um police um being called on a man who was picking up trash by his um in the front garden um there was obviously the um there's been killings of people in their own homes black people um it's mad like i thought tiana jefferson was killed in her own home um by police while she was um chilling with her nephew um brianna taylor was killed in her home brianna taylor was a recent case um that just before george floyd uh police raided her and her boyfriend's home and they um they shot and killed her um, she was known as an award-winning EMT, um, as, as she was a modern, um, model citizen. <laughs> the, this is, this is not to, like, this is not saying that you have to be some sort of award-winning anything or modern, do you know what I mean? To not be killed or shot, but she was an essential worker, and she'd been working at two hospitals during the pandemic, she, because they thought that her boyfriend was a guy that they were looking for. Turns out he wasn't, <laughs> obviously. There was no drugs or weapons or anything in the house. Instead, they shot and killed her and then arrested her boyfriend, saying that he was going to kill them because he had gotten his legally licensed licensed weapon out to protect him and his girlfriend from intruders coming into his home. And the intruders being the police who didn't even announce themselves. They just came in. Um, I just... And, you know, like, just before George um, Floyd's death, these murders of black men and women it was just getting mm-hmm. to me that when george's murder happened i don't think i even like comprehended it properly like when it first happened because just before then um armored aubrey's murder happened that's how you pronounce his name is a h m a u d aubrey um he was lynched by three white men um in america um okay so he was going for a job if you don't know the story he was going for a job in a neighborhood near his neighborhood and um three two white men by the names of Gregory and Travis McMichael spotted him and decided that they would go and chase him down because they didn't recognize him they were like you know there's this random black man in our neighborhood and we're gonna go chase him down and see why he's in our neighborhood um make sure to grab your guns they took their neighbor William Rudy Ryan Rudy Ryan um with them to go and basically um chase and like like a dog chased this young man this innocent man who's just taking a jog a jog right they chased him in a video that was released by the way it took months for these men to be arrested for his murder um there was a video released of a video that william ryan brian took where they were basically saying hey we're gonna go box him in um and in the video not only did they say they were gonna chase him box him in all of that was the video also showed showed them basically um gunning him down like like killing him basically the, the video showed them killing him um they've all been arrested now but um we just have to wait for the hearing um this is clear lynching lynching of a black man these stories like shook me not only because um again like this is another killing of innocent black people black people being brutalized and killed by police but it was happening during the coronavirus. It was happening during um all of this stuff is happening during a world pandemic. It's it's um yeah, I just I don't know what to say on that. Like it's just it shook it just scared me. I don't even want to, people are so messed up. They are so messed up. You know, I'm all, I'm actually I'm actually sitting here. Guys, I'm actually just sitting here, shocked. Do you know when someone says something out loud to you? It feels more real. Listening to you talk sis, it literally felt way more real. <laughs> It's upset me so much, I'm not gonna lie. It's a very hard topic to discuss, but 
this information is very important um there's a lot of organizations that you guys can come to donate to um it's so so important that if you can donate to um the um a lot of people are doing this but there's bail money being put out for people that are being arrested in the protests there's also um money towards george floyd and his family money towards all um Aldebri and his family so brianna taylor and her family um yeah to the black lives matter funds um yeah it's, it's just insane and staying informed and aware and if you're a non-black person out there these little one two one two posts you're doing is so irrelevant if you're not doing if you're not you know also speaking to your fellow like white friends and non-black friends um it's so irrelevant if you're not doing if you're not doing more than just you know doing one two one two posts the last thing i want to say before we start to wrap this up because it's getting pretty late is um the examples my sis gave was from america and from recent tragedies that happen in murders but racism is, is is prominent all over the world not just in the united states it's here in the uk i saw after george floyd's death i saw a lot of people saying well thank goodness i'm here in the uk i'm, I'm i live in britain because i don't have to experience that if you believe that britain is free from any racism you're an extremely ignorant human being and you need to educate yourself sadly sadly mistaken and you need to educate yourself like now like yesterday that's my first point my second point is me saying this doesn't take away from the fact that alhamdulillah i'm extremely grateful for being in this country i wanted to another thing i wanted to say is this social media extravaganza all of these people retweeting posting on their stories and all of this black lives matter all these recent tragedies if you honestly believe that putting these posts up is going to get you the extra few followers that get you through the extra few attentions get you likes get you these deals get you seen um and genuinely appreciated by the people that follow you you need to you're an inhumane disgusting person um you need to actually genuinely reflect this whole thing actually got me so emotional i'm not gonna lie to you sis i was watching this i was watching this clip and it was from you know what give me a second so i can get her name it was on my story anti-racism uh, activist jane elliott so this white anti-racism activist jane elliott leaves white audience speechless with a brilliant question about race she goes there's a room i'm saying could be 100 could be 200 people a room packed listening to her speech and she says um who wants to be treated black today so who here wants to be treated like the black society are treated today and then no one stood up and then she goes I don't think anyone understood my question. Let me repeat my question because I don't think anyone understood my question. Who here wants to be treated like the black society are treated, are being treated today? Silence. No one moved. Not a muscle moved. Everyone's still seated. So they do know, so they do know what's going on. They just don't care. What, how George Floyd died, you wouldn't even put your neck on an animal or a dog. Forget a human. Another thing I want to say is to all those people on social media that honestly are th- saying, ugh, I'm so fed up with this, why do people keep... Um, talking about all of this how do you think black people feel living it if if you're so mad about seeing it how do you think us black people feel living these experiences so much things i want to say about the social media influences but i'm just gonna bite my tongue okay guys so i hope you guys appreciated the effort we put into this podcast it's only gonna get um, better from here feel free to follow us on instagram which is to a like pod our twitter which is to a like pod or our email which is to like pod at gmail.com give us constructive criticism let us know your thoughts through dming us you can dm us on instagram twitter you can send us an email also 
we're definitely not going to leave this topic to racism definitely going to be a continuous topic because we've got so much to cover however expect different kind of content expect different kind of conversation expect more light-hearted conversations just stay tuned i'm gonna bring it all to you guys i really hope that you guys related to us and could learn something from today or you could um see us as like sisters that you could have a conversation with even though you just listen to our podcast feel free to have that conversation with us through our dms jazakallah for listening guys we really appreciate it um i hope you enjoyed this episode see you on the flip side guys bye bye